What's up, friends? It's Skyman1978, this week's guest on Streamer Spotlight Series. You can join us live on Twitch every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Visit www.elevatestreams.com for more info. Hello, welcome to another edition of Streamer Spotlight Series. This is episode 19. We're so glad that you joined us. If it's your first time joining, we'll start out with some streaming news. We'll move on to our guest, and then in the end, we'll turn it over to you guys in the Twitch chat for some questions. If you have a question, please remember to tag elevate underscore content so we can keep track of all the questions. Um, don't forget to follow as well as tonight. We actually fully hit affiliate. Uh, you can still get a first founder badge next to your name by subscribing to the channel tonight. So that's exciting. Uh, we're joined by Skaman1978. She, he is a Twitch streamer who plays a variety of games as well as a preacher. Uh, so tonight we'll learn all about him, how he got started and what streaming advice he has for other streamers, especially ones that are just starting. So with that, we'll get started. Well, that was the new trailer for Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds' new movie coming out. I am TIE Fighter X1 once again. Tonight we are joined by the Rippers being my co-host. Uh, Zazaboo's daughters is very sick. Please keep her in your thoughts. Um, but Rippers, thank you so much for filling in tonight. And then our guest tonight is Scaman, uh, 1978. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing very well. And uh, can I just say for that Ryan Reynolds thing? So I'm from Boston. Um, I could identify like half of those shots. <laughs> so, like, uh, like, like that, um, like that, uh, like that alley with the stuff hanging, uh, with the, uh, with the uh, clotheslines. I'm pretty sure that was the North End. The North End of Boston. Uh, that's a that is a very a very Italian area, or it was. Awesome. Uh, so we'll talk about the trailer in just a second. First, explain what your channel is and what it means to you, and a little bit about who you are and your streaming schedule, please. Well, guys, as Ty said, my name is Scott Man, nineteen seventy eight, and I am a, I'm actually a gaming preacher. What that means is when I stream, I stream not only to play video games but to tell people that God loves them. Now, I'm not the type of person that will just bash you over the head of the Bible. I don't like that. Um, and so I use that. But I use my stream to preach the gospel in a very laid-back sort of way. I also use it to uh, teach history as well. Um, I did a course, pretty much, on uh, the rise of the Roman Republic. Um, now, my streaming schedule is... Uh, is every, pretty much every weeknight except for every other Monday and Thursday from not eight from eight till ten, and on Wednesdays it is from nine till eleven. Um, I try to stream Saturdays. A lot of times I can't, but I try. Um, <laughs> I also. Generally, post on my Twitter about when I about my plans. So, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Wizard Podcast on Twitter. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, what was your take uh, on the trailer we just watched? I mean, 
it looks pretty funny, but then again, it's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Um, and yeah, it looked it looked interesting. Uh, as a Bostonian, I watched those movies and I'm like, what? Okay, so you're there. How are you over here that fast? Wait, what? What? Like, I dissect the movie. Like, um... Like, the Boondock Saints. Uh... I watched that and I'm like, why are you walking from the Longfellow Bridge to to Quincy Market, which is a four-mile walk? Ah, uh, I got what you're saying now. And Rippers, what were your what was your take on the uh, the trailer we just watched? I think it was pretty good. Um, a lot of action in it. Um, Ryan Reynolds is a great uh, actor. <laughs> a lot of Ryan Reynolds. Anytime you can get a lot of Ryan Reynolds, it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's good in Deadpool. I mean, he, that's his character, and he plays it so well. He plays it as a guy that does not like. You have like the old '80s action heroes like Arnie and whatnot. Like, get to the chopper. He's like, hey guys, you want you want to go to this chopper right here? No, no, okay, bye. Like he's he's like the antithetical hero. I feel. Justin, thank you so much for the subscription to the channel. Thank you. Um, so let's get into some Twitch news. Uh, Rippers, you want to take the first piece, please? Um, if you stream, <clears throat> sorry, if you stream on Twitch, you may be using the new creator dashboard, which attempts to streamline the functions available available to streamers to use during their broadcast. A hidden feature, however, has been revealed to give users even more functionality. Uh, the Konami code. By typing in that code, you can pull up a new submenu that lets you toggle switches for each element in the new dashboard. Each pane is toggable. The activity feed panel, chat panel, stream panel, uh, stream preview panel, quick action panel, and edit stream info panel can all be switched on or off through the hidden menu. Making changes required a save and reload of the creator dashboard page. How do you feel about the new dashboard and the use of the hidden code to reveal functionality? Well, I haven't streamed uh, with the new dashboard yet. I mean, I have. I streamed last night, but I haven't. I didn't actively look at it. But I have a question. So it's up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. What's going to be the start? Is it going to be enter? Like, that's canonic code. What's going to be start? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, it's B, A, and then I'd probably enter. I think Zazabu in chat also, might be able to help us. Oh, just I mean, BA. Also, you don't need a start. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, I know if you did BA select, it gave everyone extra lives in, in Contra. Uh, don't call me on that. But how do I feel about it? I mean, Twitch is always trying to upgrade stuff, so I, I'm not surprised. They're, they're always trying to streamline it and make it easier to glance. Now, I did look at it. And one thing I could not find on there was the stream health uh, 
the stream health uh, section, and that's something I really relied on because my internet is not always the best. So I look, I can just look at that at a glance, like, nope, oh, why does that be my bet? Okay. Because uh, I only have one screen, and then I have my second screen over here. And yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen the screen health myself either. I haven't really used the new dashboard, and in fact, I don't really use the dashboard when I stream anyway. I typically just use OBS um, and watch my stats there. So, um, well, it's not just about stats. I mean, it, it's a one, it's pretty much a one stop, one stop shop sort of thing. Uh, it has a stream health. It has a, uh, it has a preview of of what you're putting out. It has a chat. It has the, uh, yeah, it has, it has events. It, it has, has everything it has, that. OBS already has for me though, so that's why I don't use it. But it doesn't have ads. OBS doesn't have ads. This uh, does. Yeah, I don't run ads personally. I mean, if I need to get up and go somewhere, I just run a quick uh, thirty-second or whatever ad. So, but that doesn't give an ad for your subscribers. So your subscribers are still sitting there while um, that ad's running. So true, I true. would much rather go just to a be right back screen in that case. True. Uh, Rippers, do you have anything to add on the dashboard? I think one of the features I I like about it is... Um, the hosting and ratings, basically, if I have people on my list, I can just click their name without having to type the whole command out. That is a good point. Yeah, rating rating is definitely easier from the Twitch dashboard. Also, also, uh, like, e- emote only. I'm, I have it up right now, so emote only, toggle follower, uh, having follower only, and sub only is, at a, is a click away. So that's... That's not bad. So do you use those features a lot then? Never. So that's not that's my ever... that's my only issue is I would personally never use those things. Um yeah. so Personally no, I would never use it, but I I am a moderator for a partnered streamer who had to use that had to use follower only chat for a few times and it's so much easier than having to type it all out. You can just do a little click. Okay, we're good. Oh yeah, I definitely like the uh, the new moderator dashboard that they're about to come out with. That's that's a really good idea. Um, so as of late, Twitch streamers of note have been jumping to new platforms to try their hand at spreading their brand to other parts of the web. Um, you may know who Guy Beam is, better known as Dr. Disrespect, is also making some moves, however, not as drastic as some others. The doc revealed to The Hollywood Reporter he has been in some early discussions to developing an animated series that would cover the fictional backstory of his character, as well as some other stories. There's no indication that he will be leaving Twitch to focus on this project, but how do you feel about it? the first-of-its-kind deal and other streamers leaving the platform uh, overall, well, I don't view it as actually a first of its kind because I mean, first of its kind TV series. Like if it actually happens, then yeah, that is the first of its kind. But the first of the first uh, Twitch streamer to actually get on TV uh, was Ninja for the um, for the 
uh, New Year's party, uh, the Clark's New Year's party. Yeah, but this is more based off of a streamer character, which is what I think we were trying to say in the in the news piece. Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, it might be interesting, but I I honestly don't know. Now, as for other people leaving the platform, they go where they must. Um, they might get a uh, better deal. Like you know, generally, the only big names you've seen are like new. Are really big names now, and so they're leaving to because like Mixer, for instance. I we obviously don't know the details, but Mixer probably offered a lot of a higher cut of the profit for to Ninja than Twitch did, and people and then people saw Ninja move over and they're like, hmm, that might open up, might open it up. How? But however, I saw and I I shared it with you too a few months ago. What? The third quarter, um, the third quarter state of the uh, stream stats. Yeah, state of the stream. Thank you. Um, where even even with the uh, even with Ninja's defection, for lack of a better term, uh, even with his uh, move over, Twitch still grew. Still has a very large corner of the market. So, people can move. That doesn't mean that their viewership will move. Now, granted, there's going to be some people who are loyal to their view, to their streamer and will move, but that's not everyone. And so, do you watch any of those bigger streamers, Ninja, Shroud, the two-time? Nope. Uh, the biggest streamer I want watch is Suzy Live, uh, who actually is my inspiration to get into streaming. He's my be- he's my best friend. I've known him since high school. He's a partner. He's a pastor, and I saw what he was doing. I was like, "I want to do that too." Very cool. So we'll get into some of your stuff here in just a few minutes. Uh, Rippers, you want to take the next news piece? Okay. <clears throat> um, Alan, how you pronounce? Alan Liddy is back in the news. North American Animal Rights Organization, PETA, has asked Twitch to permanently ban Natalia Mongolian from its platform. Mongolian has been the subject of many public outcry this year from such self-described lapses in judgment as spitting vodka in her cat's mouth during a live, live stream. What is your take on the events that have occurred on her stream, and how do you feel about PETA calling her for her ban? Well, I try to say apolitical, so I'm going to keep my comments about PETA to a very minimum and and how they are not the best. Um, but as for someone spinning vodka in a cat's eye, are you an idiot? Like, Come on, like that's just straight up stupidity. Is is it's like the doc going on a what should we call it? A it's like Doctor Disrespect going into a bathroom uh, while streaming at E3. Are like are you guys idiots? Like that's not cool. I'm and I'm not mistaken. I think violence against animals is a TOS. Yep, and and that's yeah. 
some of the the big thing is is she's still yet to get banned for any of her stuff. So, well, the question is, how big is she? Uh, she's pretty big. Because I mean, I mean, let's be honest. You, me, the Rippers, we we go into a bathroom streaming. We're banned for life. Doc only got a month, and so Twitch they're always slow to ban the the big providers because this is a business. As much as we want it. As much as we make friends, as much as we have fun, at the end of the day, it is a business. And Twitch needs to look at their bottom line. Is it easy? Is it better to uh, make? Um, is it better to make PETA and their supporters mad, or is it better to? Is it better to make PETA and their supporters mad by not banning them, or is it better to ignore the issue and? have that revenue come in like what what has a bit better profit margin uh i completely agree with that um speaking of alinity and her pets artist john Grimm has been reportedly banned for making a drawing poking fun of her and her dog who was caught on camera sniffing her while doing yoga poses on stream he took to Twitter, announced his ban, saying, Hey guys, I won't be streaming the next seven days. I got banned for drawing Alinity Twitch, the lover of dogs, and thrower of cats, a silly picture. I totally deserve the ban, and I'm even glad Twitch took action, just which Twitch held everyone to the same rules. Um, so, so, I think we know how you feel about uh, his statement that the rules aren't applied evenly on the platform. It's true. It is 100% true. Thank you so much for those uh, 1,000 biddies, Zyroth. That is phenomenal. Thanks so much for supporting this channel. Um, so in a little bit of baseball news, the San Diego Padres are acquiring outfitter Tommy Pham from the Tampa Bay Rams in a four-player trade. Wait, what does that wait, have wait. to do with streaming news, right? Well, Ray's picture blinks. Tampa Bay Rams? What's that? Hey, don't you mean the Tam- Tampa Bay Rays? I thought I said the Rays. Did I say Rams? You said Rams. Okay. You said Rams. I'm like, wait, what? Tampa Bay Rays and a four-player trade. Uh, what does that have to do with streaming news? Well, Rays pitcher Blake Snell, who's a live streamer, found out live about the trade and shared his unhappiness about the trade with a few uh, choice words. In the past, we've seen several sports stars and other entertainers get themselves into trouble with hot takes on Twitter and other social media. So how do you feel about these personalities giving opinions on this platform? And should they be held accountable by their teams or fans for the emotional reactions to news like this? Well, I mean, I personally don't think you should be held accountable. Like, if, if you're just, if you're, if I'm your friend, so I'm your friend, Ty. Which we are. And we played together for five years, let's say. And then I find out all of a sudden, without warning, you're going to another team. And I'll be like, and I hit, and I find that out live. I'll be like, wait, what? Really? Are, 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 are they idiots? Like, I, I personally would be, I would be upset. And, um, yeah, so I just don't, I, I, I have mixed emotions about that, honestly, because do they they are on their own time, therefore they're not representing the team. 
unless they're doing it on a team Twitter, Twitch or something. So, but they also have to remember that, hey, it's a, you are a public figure and therefore everything, everything you say, and this goes for streaming too, everything you say can always be put under scrutiny. So. Rippers, uh, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I mean, he's right. I mean, everything you put it on the internet is, can come up as scrutiny. Like somebody can have issues with what you said, what you do. Well, if you read it on the internet, it's years. true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, no, but look how many look how many people have gotten in trouble for tweets that he made five years ago and and then it's coming up today and they're like they'll be like oh i'm like it's five years ago that they, they could have totally changed face from then just because you held the position back then doesn't mean you're holding it now but everything you say on the internet generally stays on the internet that is true um, so we're going to get in some guest specific questions, but first I want to remind everybody in Twitch chat that if you have any questions for Scaman, make sure to tag Elevate Content, and we will get to those questions here um, in a little bit. Rippers, go ahead, take it away. All right. All right. Um, so let's focus on you now. Um, how long have you been streaming? Why did you get into streaming? And what are your goals with streaming both short and long? So I've been streaming on and off for about four years. Um, the reason why I say on and off instead of just being consistent is uh, quite a few times my internet had just given out for months and I couldn't and I could not put out a up to my specifications product, which that's what you're doing. You are putting out a product to the public. Um, but yeah, so I've been off and on for about four years. Very consistent the last two and a half years, pretty much. Um, I, I got into streaming uh, via my friend uh, Susie Live. Uh, as I said, he's a partner streamer who who started out in a basement in a boiler room and now he owns a house in Virginia just because of streaming. Now my goals, uh, I personally want to make this my job. I mean, it is my job. I, I put enough time into it to make it my job, but I want to, I want to make this like my money job. I want to leave my, I want to, I want to quit the nine to five. I want this to be my job. It's easier said than done. Um, but for short term, I also want to get to over a thousand followers and hopefully above and hopefully above uh, ten AVRs uh, average view rate within two months. Don't see that happening, but hey, who knows? The Lord works in mysterious ways. Okay, and how did you come up with your name? Uh, was it Scaman nineteen? Scaman nineteen seventy eight. So I love I love ska music. If you ever tune into my stream, chances are I'm going to be having some sort of ska. So I am a ska man. 
Um, and this the term and the number 1978 is not taken lightly, nor is it my birthday. I'm only 30. I am 30. I'm not 41. I'm 30. Uh, so the 1978 comes from a song from Five Iron Frenzy, uh, Blue Comb, uh, which it, um, also known as Blue Comb of 78. And it's, has it, one of my favorite Five Iron Frenzy songs there, and therefore one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay. Um, you are a Twitch streamer. Why did you choose to stream there in, uh, other platforms? It, uh, because I started out four years ago and the other platforms hadn't even merged yet. I'm OG. Okay, Ty? Uh, have you thought about switching platforms since? I've worked hard to keep, as I said before, some people might follow you over. Most won't. It, I am... Unless something happens, I'm staying here. And I don't know why my uh, picture is fuzzy in and out like that. But uh, It's um, a just Discord issues. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. What's going on with my camera? Um, so, yeah, I'm here and I'm here to stay. Because you, it takes time to build up a following on a, on a given media. I don't know if all the... I don't know if... Even 50% of Ninja's following followed him over. I'd be shocked if 50% of his following followed him over. Yeah, from from what I've researched, they haven't. Um, but say, hypothetically, Twitch was completely gone tomorrow. At that point, which platform would you choose to go to? Would you go Mixer. to D... Okay, Mixer. And uh, your reasoning for that? Uh, because I don't know much about DLive. Uh, YouTube is is... Fastly, very, very fast, becoming hot garbage, and yeah. Uh, can you elaborate on your your YouTube opinion? Use it up. Um, other than the very easily uh, DCMA uh, strikes against your content, which can be taken down, um, along with along with the algorithms that are just uh, decide what is good and what isn't good, and also the current uh, it's not going to be, you can't upload it unless you say it's for kids or not for kids, it's just they're putting, it's too many I, I feel like it's too many cooks in the kitchen sort of thing Okay Now granted, a few of those things are by law, like the for kids, not for kids, that's that's by law um, but the DCMA things, those those can be easily done by trolls. And in fact, one of the guys I watch on YouTube, Legal Eagle, he goes into, he's a lawyer, and he goes into depth over uh, anti, like, what DCMA is, how to fight it, what your, what your rights as a content creator are. I strongly recommend you look him up. Uh, that is Legal Eagle on YouTube, and he has a lot of stuff, but, but going on, even going on that, like, their algorithms have destroyed channels. There's a channel I love, absolutely love. It's called The Great War. It chronicled World War One, 100 years to the day. And 
there's they, they never had any copyrighted stuff, or if they did, they had the proper they had the proper rights and trademarks for it. Um, they properly labeled all their videos. It was they followed everything to the book, and that YouTube is going in nowadays and just being like, "That's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay." It's a hit. It's a history series about the Great War. And by the way, if you can find the it in it in its entirety, I strongly recommend it because it's not ally. Untaught good access bad. It's idiot, idiot, victim. Okay. And that's one thing that really spoke to me about because it's like in history you always view the you always get the idea of oh these are the good guys those are the bad guys and no he's an idiot he's an idiot he's a pawn you're a pawn. You're a soldier who has no choice. Sorry about that. All right. So uh, moving on, as far as content you enjoy watching, what makes a good streamer in your opinion? Uh, what makes a good streamer in my opinion? Um, one thing that I, oh, that I judge people on is their interaction with chat. If I go into your video, if I go into your uh into your channel and I say hi and I don't hear anything back within two minutes depending on what you're doing like if you're in the middle of a sweaty game I can understand but if you're if at the end of the game I don't hear anything back you don't care about me why why should I care about you um and also voice chat so uh, voice is a must and video is a plus, but in my opinion, eh. I also try to view uh, kind of family-friendly stream. Easier said than done, but... Yeah, so... What makes a good streamer? Interaction. Because these, they are not your viewers. They are not... you. As a business sense, they are your... You can view them as customers, as a strictly business sense. But, they are your friends. You do not do this to make viewers you do this to make friends and uh, that's a good segue for a discord uh drop you know our big thing is make <laughs> friends not followers over there so uh i appreciate that segue <laughs> totally intentional my check is in the mail <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, so that's something we all agree on, is that <coughs> I don't care how big I get. I mean, I do care. I, I do, as I said, I want to be a bit, I want to be a full-time streamer, but no matter how big I get, I, if you come into my chat, I will try to learn as much as I can about you, as much as you're willing to tell me. I've actually started something in my own stream where uh, someone comes in. They hang out for a while. They drop a follow, whatever. Um, I'm like, hey, so where are you from? I'm from Australia. I'm from this. I'm from that. And I have a little map that I color in. Uh, like, Oh, that's kind of like, cool. Yeah. And so far, let me uh, let me pull it up. Let me see where how many I have. 
but I know I have Australia. I have the UK. Um, I have. I want to say I have Japan, but I'm not sure. And yeah, it's just. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, so I have Mexico. I have the. I have the UK. I have Brazil. I have Australia. I have Massachusetts. Uh, Ohio. I uh, know. Yeah, that's Illinois. Uh, Mi- uh, Michigan, Texas, and California. That is a very cool idea. The official rogue wants to know if you have the moon on your map. The moon? Yeah, he's from the moon. Do you have that on your map? Are you a whaler on the moon? Do you carry a harpoon? But since there's no whales, you sing, to- you sing, tell, you tell, tell tales, and you sing you a happy tune. <laughs> Wait, I, 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 you lost me. Uh, We're moving on. on the moon. <laughs> it's, it's a Futurama joke. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, actually, from the very first episode. Okay, so, moving on quickly. So, what pushes you to stream when there appears to be nobody actually watching your stream? Do you keep? Do you watch? Do you have the the viewer count hidden, or do you have it um, active? Hide it. Hide it like it's gold. You are not doing this for viewers. If if you're only doing this for viewers, you're going to get disappointed. Unless your content is just absolutely, like, un, unha- unheard of stuff. But if you're just doing this for viewers, you, nine and a half times out of ten, you're going to get disappointed. Uh, so... You hide that stuff. You hide that like it's gold. And I do have a I do have a, a thing on my chat on my computer is as uh lets me know when someone new comes in. And I just randomly look I look at it throughout and if they say hi, I I talk to them, but if they just go in there to look, I'm like I don't say their name, I'm like, Hey guys, what's up? And I just keep on talking about chat. Like, I keep on talking about the game. I do talk about my day. I talk about tacos. Talk about work and whatnot. And yeah. Okay. Awesome. How do you balance? Oh. oh. I was just stating awesome. Go ahead, Grip. Oh. How do you balance streamer life and in real life issues? Like, how do you balance it? I'll let you know when I find that, figure that out. There is no balance. (laughs) There is no balance. There is only Zool. And what would you recommend to set yourself apart from other streamers? In what way? I I feel like I'm unique myself, but I don't know if I... I try to be unique, but what what sets me apart? I can't tell you. It will be on... It will be on my viewers. It will be on my friends to tell you what sets me apart, why they come into me, what come into me, why they come into my stream. I generally try to be one of the friendliest guys on Twitch. Like no matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what you think you've done, 
You will always have someone there to talk to. You will always have someone to pray for you. You always have someone to give you a kind word, a shoulder to cry on. No matter what, I try to be there. That that means opening my DMs. Uh, I got one or two times I even gave out my personal phone number to someone that I that to someone I trusted but needed my uh, that needed help. So, honestly, what stand, what makes you stand out? My compassion, because you're just not you're not a viewer. You're not a number. You're a person, and you matter. That's good no advice. No matter what you think about yourself, you are loved. Very cool, very cool. Um, so let's talk um, technical side. But first, once again, guys, if you have any questions for Scaman, make sure you tag Elevate Content in the chat, and we will get to them very shortly. Um, if it's your first time here, make sure you click that follow button as well. We are live every Sunday with Streamer Spotlight Series. Uh, as well as every Wednesday with Walt Wednesday. Um, so what is running your games and or streams? Um, like, what is what is your setup? I have... Let, let me pull up my own thing so I can g- give you the exact. Because I was watched, I was at a uh, Bible conference all day today, and my mind is a little shot. When I say a little, I mean it is completely shot, because I pretty much for the last uh, 36 hours, I was just looking at a blue line going across my screen uh so just give me one sec but um so i built my own computer recently i usually just use a a laptop which worked well enough but it's time to uh step into the big boy shoes and so i have a cpu of a amd raisin 7 2700 uh motherboard of a x470 eros gaming uh ROG uh 2070 RTX uh 32 gig RAM t- uh Terra SSD and my court my keyboard is a Corsair and my camera is a C uh C920 which is I honestly recommend that people get it's a it's a high def cam for not that much it's like you can find them on for like fifty. They're uh, you find them for like fifty bucks, but you get high def, ten eighty p quality stuff out of it. Yeah, C nine twenty is definitely so, a camera that I've recommended to uh, beginner streamers. It's a very solid camera to start streaming on. Um, so very <laughs> Zazavus came with glitter. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. That was. Colorful. I mean, Zazzy, Zaz just Zaz just a, is glitter. I, I'm per- just all the glitter. Um. So, how much computer streamer knowledge did you have prior to wanting to stream? A big fat goose egg. I mean, I watched I watched Matt, aka Susie, live uh, for months. I'm like. And you always is that is that is that old story? Oh yeah, I could do that, no problem. I I get my I pull I download OBS and my first one. I'm like, oh, 
This isn't as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> so OBS or Streamlabs OBS? Uh, again, I started so long ago that Slobs was not a thing. So this was OBS Studio. Gotcha. Um, so do you think anybody's capable of streaming? You had zero, zero knowledge. Absolutely. I, but, again, but the thing is, what are you streaming for? Anyone can stream. I mean, it might take a bit of a trial. It, it will definitely take some trial and error. You're not going to be perfect straight out the bat. I'm four years in and I still screw up. Hashtag, you're not a real streamer until you mess up something that you're supposed to do just before you start streaming. But, yeah, so there's going to be trial and error, but I believe anyone can start streaming. Awesome. But So what advice would you have me. given yourself uh, prior to starting streaming? Don't expect to be as big as your friends overnight. If you're if you're going in watching a partner streamer or watching someone that has like thirty viewers on average, I uh, stream. Don't expect to start off and be like, "Hey, I'm me. Where's the, come come watch me now?" Because that ain't gonna happen. You are streaming for you. When you start off, you are you're streaming for you yourself and you yourself and I. And so wait, I can yeah. I can get three viewers right out the the back. You used to, you used to, <laughs> but the new but but Twitch changed it so you can't watch your Twitch changed it so you can't pull yourself on multiple screens <laughs> with your username. I used to do that all the time. <laughs> I used to have myself up on my on my Kindle, my mom's Kindle, my That's... my niece's. Kindle. That's not growth, and, and ladies and gentlemen. All right, I don't yeah. recommend that anyway. That is not growth. Actually, actually, that doesn't. You can't do that anymore either. Um, <laughs> because no, I'm not seriously. Um, because it only reads if you have if you only have are logged in with one. If you're only logged in with one uh, one account on five different things, it will only read it once. So yeah, it, it registers by IP address now. Uh, so, what's the importance of networking? Um, that's pretty much asking what's the importance of breathing. You do not, you do not grow without networking. No, that's a lie. You, you, you can grow. It's a very slow, organic, or organic, but very slow. Uh, but if you want to grow more organically, network. Check out Elevate. Check out Elevate. Um, go to go to cons. Like, I can honestly put uh, going to PAX East as a uh, business expense because, yes, I go there to play video games. Yes, I go there to sit on panels. But I also go there to work the floor. I go there to hand out cards like it's. Like it's my job because it is. It you and you talk to people. You you sit in you go to conventions. You sit in panels that will help you grow. You talk to you talk to partner streamers about it. You uh, you talk to. I'll give you a tip. If you ever go to conventions, talk to indie indie game developers. Give them your card. Say you're a streamer. 
chances are they'll give you a copy of the game to broadcast. Because you're getting a free game, they're getting they're getting free uh they're getting free publicity. Talk to indie de- indie devs. And if and if they're a bit hard, just give them a sales pitch. Hey, I'm a streamer. I have uh, I have X amount of views, and your game really fits my style. If you're a, if you're um if you're a RTS guy like me. You go. You see an RTS game. Oh, hello there. I really like your game. If you are a fighter guy, if you like um, first-person shooters, so on and so forth, you network. You network up and down, because we're on it. We're all doing it together. I before I found Next Level, before I found before I found uh, Elevate. And everything there within. I was growing slowly, but now I can. Now my growth has accelerated a bit. I went from a snail's pace to a snail's pace with a uh, with a bit of turbo juice. <laughs> and uh, but you grow when you network because you're not making. You're not just making business contacts. You're making friends. Next Level is another great streaming community. Um, if you haven't checked them out, I suggest you do so. Um, so what kind of obstacles have you had to overcome in your streaming career? Uh, money, big thing right there. Um, that's something that a lot of people... <coughs> excuse me real quick. <coughs> that's something people don't really take into consideration, or at least I didn't. Is the money that it takes to stream? Is it free to stream? Yes. The uh, the act of streaming is completely free, but you gotta buy equipment. You have to buy a you have to buy a decent computer or or something. You have to have decent internet. You have to have a microphone, preferably a camera. You have to have games. You have to have something to stream. Even if you're even if you're a music per- streamer. You have to buy. Um, you have to buy the instrument that you're going to be streaming on, streaming with. You need to buy a, a microphone that will work with that instrument. So one thing is, yeah, money. That's a big obstacle right there. And another thing is, with me, my room is not soundproof. Uh, so if you live in an area where people also live soundproof your room because there's so many times I'm having a great time like I'm living it up singing, uh, talking with chat and I'm a loud guy and my mom, my sister come in they're like you're you're being really loud I'm like it's my job you you need to quiet it down I'm like I can't it's my job but (laughs) soundproofing you need soundproofing is a massive, massive plus. So you mentioned um, internet. Um, don't do you stream from your your phone internet? Don't you? Because my my uh, I live in the Powder, Massachusetts. I live. Uh, it's only Comcast, and Comcast is utter trash, especially in the area because they have a monopoly, and uh, they're 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 just straight up garbage. So I pay a hundred dollars a month thereabouts for my for T-Mobile One Plus 
where I have unlimited da data, unlimited uh, streaming data. And although it, you get kind, you slow down if you're during busy times at a uh, at over 50 meg, uh, gigs. But the time I stream, it's uh, pretty late. It, I usually stream around eight. So, uh, yeah. So what kind of uh, so, difficulties have you had with, with using your phone as a hotspot for streaming? Not much, honestly. I mean, unless something happens to my phone, then... Uh, but honestly, not much because because uh, it's a pretty reliable. And T-Mobile is, unless you're in West Virginia, is really good. Interesting. The reason why I say West Virginia is... Because as I went through, I don't know if they upgraded it lately in the past four years, but I was went to West Virginia four years ago, and I saw something I never, I haven't seen in in fifteen years. I was roaming on a <laughs> smartphone. I'm like, uh, what? So I called T-Mobile, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's not what it used to mean. It, you're not getting charged an arm and a leg." For using a, your cell phone, is uh, is just that you're gonna, you're using AT and T towers, but but you can't. Uh, unfortunately, you're not able to do what you need to do. You're not able to use it at its full capacity until you get back on T-Mobile land. And I'm like, oh, but I wasn't streaming then, so. Very awesome. And anything you can tell people starting to stream, what advice would you give to them? Patience. Patience is a virtue. You might, you will grow eventually. Now, that could just be, that might just sound like platitudes. There are so many times where I've plateaued. Ty, you probably plateaued yourself. We've all plateaued for a, deep, for a long time. And you get you get disheartened you get disheartened about it. It sucks. It sucks to reach a peak and be like, "Well, where do I, where do I go from here?" But you you keep at it. You continue to network. You use your social medias, and I do mean use your social medias. Don't just make it and have it so when you go live, it's going live. You 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 network on that thing. You network on Twitter. You network on Facebook. And you, and you will grow, but it takes patience. It's not going to happen overnight. Heck, if you, if you make uh, sustainability within four years, I'll be shocked. Depending on what you're doing, but it takes patience. Good advice. Um, so we're going to move into some word association, but first, uh, let me remind you, chat, if you have a question for Scawman, please tag Elevate Content, and we will be getting to that in just a couple of minutes uh, now. Uh, before we get into word association, what will you be streaming tonight, Scawman? I don't normally stream on a Sunday, so um, I don't know. I'll leave it up to chat, and you can tell me how that goes. Should I stream me editing the Bible comic, or would you like, or should I stream Halo? Because I don't know. Um, and before we do that, I actually meant to ask you this uh, prior. 
Uh, Zazibu just said something in chat about your logo. So I did want to talk about your logo for just a moment. He was curious if it was a Christmas tree. Uh, <laughs> so you want to talk about your logo and what it's wearing. It is Taylor Treeman, um, which is a play on words. Send you about a bunny. Hi, bunnies. Um, so it is, I named him Taylor Treeman, which is a play on words for the New England Revolution great uh, Taylor Twelman. Um, if you know me, I'm a massive soccer fan. Those cars are from all over, like I have a Seuss Fall one, I have a AO New England one, I over here is a uh, Montreal one, I have scarves from all over the world, I'm a massive soccer fan, and my team is the New England Revolution. If you look at the... Now we tie ourselves very closely with the New England Revolution, and if you, as in like the historical event, and if you look at the uh, that you'll see the flag in New England, which I use as my um, Be Right Back screen. And on that, you have a fir tree, which is what this is um, supposed to represent. It, actually, a little histor historical fact, a little historical fact is that uh, it was a flag flown at Bunker Hill where it was technically, I mean, technically we lost, but over it, um, one third of all British officers killed during the war, the Revolutionary War in America, died during that battle because we, uh, the Limited Ammo, we, we were just picking them off. And uh, yeah, was that a live reenactment uh, sound yeah, of the gun? Yep, one hundred percent, one hundred percent historically accurate right there. Uh, actually, if you, there's a game, um, called Ultimate Admiral, uh, that has a Battle of Bunker Hill that, where the colonials, uh, where the colonial flagmen have the flag in New England. And if you ever watch a revolution game, you'll see those flags flying all over the place. And so what it has on it is the hat. Mighty fancy. Um, so I am a... Uh, the hat comes from Firefly. I, I love that show. Joss, uh, this is a Jane's hat, which is authentic because my mother made it. And in the show, Jane's mother makes his hat. It doesn't have the tassel anymore because uh, the, the little bobble up top because it got, it got torn apart in the wash. And the scarf, if you ever watch my stream, which I know many of you have, when I get a follow, uh, you scarf up. Scarf up if you love your fans. And on and you, I don't know if you can see it, but on the scarf it says, God loves gamers, which is the tagline of my stream. Awesome. Very awesome. Thanks for explaining all that. So let's get into some word association real quick. You ready? Do you know how word association works? Um, I am friends. I am friends with um, so many times. 
I, I am friends with so many people who are uh, doctors, uh, like psych, like psychologists. In fact, if you are into psychology and gaming, I strongly, strongly recommend you check out Geeks Like Us. That is G double three K S like us. They have a Twitch, and uh, they also started a new podcast called Brain Noodle. It's a bunch of psychologists who game. And uh, I, depending on how they're feeling from packs and plugs, they might have their mo- Monday D and D game tomorrow, which is always a blast. Another one you should check out is TakeThis.org. Um, have you ever been to a packs on the uh, in North America? They run the AFK rooms, which is, which is uh, for lack of a better term, like sensory deprivation rooms, pretty much. Like, the floor and outside is all noisy and crowded and whatnot, and in the AFK room, is like a library. There's no music, there's no loud talking, you're not crowded, you're, you're just, like, you're just welcome in the room, you're giving something color, and you're like, here, take a load off. Um, both of them are fantastic organizations, and you help, and they are uh, real, and... You can actually learn a lot from watching them in the field of psychology and gaming. Like, how psychologists use video games to help out, to help people out. Awesome. Uh, and, and one side note, you remind me a little bit of Marshall from How I Met Your Mother, but not necessarily Jason Siegel. <laughs> I know it's weird. You don't look like Jason Siegel, but you remind me of Marshall, his character, and how I met your mother. Um, all right, so word association. Let's go. All right, your first word is stream. Fun. Okay. Um, content. Content? Oh, boy. Uh, games. Okay. Um, Fortnite. Ugh. Yeah, I hate that one too. <laughs> That's a bad word. Uh, drop frame. Th- whoa, 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 whoa! I thought you said no swearing, Ty. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Ty. You said no swearing. <laughs> you made me swear. Nicely done. Just Justin and Rage V two is gonna get mad if you guys keep talking about <laughs> Fortnite like that. All right, he's gonna leave the stream. I, I, I love I love Justin. No no hate intended. Although I although with some friends Fortnite could be fun. Just but on its own. Moving on. I'm actually hey, playing drop. Fortnite. Uh, I want to say either Christmas or on the Saturday following Christmas. Due to a special stream with Zazabu's nephew, um, it's one of his favorite games. So me and Zazabu are going to be joining him on stream uh, as a Christmas gift to him. We're playing Fortnite with him. Yeah, I've actually played Fortnite with a few MLS players, uh, Lee Wynn and Diego Fernandez. Okay, the next word is dropped frames. Uh, Frustration. Okay, video. Game. Twitch. Home. 
Charity streams. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, emote. Uh, love. Streamlabs. Fantastic. Stream elements. Amazing. OBS. Free. And um, the next, the last word is Disney Plus. Intriguing. Okay. Um, which uh, on Elevate Content, we do stream um, Disney or Walt, Walt Wednesday at 7 p.m. with Jazio and Brombe at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. <laughs> Brombe. Uh, Bermibe. <laughs> uh, okay. He's coming into this cold. Give him a break. Uh, I, I, I love you all. I swear. <laughs> but yeah, you, lo- you, ju- you just can't tell from the hate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, every every Wednesday we do do Walt Wednesday. Do I said do do? Oh, potty jokes. <laughs> Uh, yep. That's twice. That's twice he swore. That's twice. Brombe reminds me of Evan. And what's his name? Evan Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I think so. So, um, so let's move into some chat questions. Uh, once again, tag elevate content with your chat questions, uh, and we will get to those. Um, so first chance question comes from Symphonic313 on Twitch. He asked, what is your favorite genre of video game? An example, first person shooters, RPGs. Real time strategy games. Real time strategy games. With a very close second, with a very close second being turn based strategy games. Uh, IG, the Total War games, uh, the uh, Sid Meier Civilization game. Sid Meier Civilization Five is one of the is one of the games that I have the most time in, like over a thousand out, almost a thousand hours in Civ Five. Um, I don't know how many hours I have in all the Total War games, but like games that make you think that you need to use your brain instead of just clicking instead of just clicking heads. I really do not like turn-based games, but uh, I support you and your love for them. <laughs> I mean, it, depend, it depends on the game. Yeah. There are some games that are that are not good turn-based games, but there are some games that are. Uh, Civilization is one of them. All right, moving on to the next question. Okay. Um, how do you? Is there like a search function? <laughs> He's new. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leave still... the new guy alone, chat. Leave the new guy alone. We're looking at the document I shared with you earlier, Rivers. It's it's like right below. You might have been looking. I sent you two. It's okay. I got you. Um, 
So Zazavu in Twitch chat wants to know how you got into collecting scarves. Shocker. So, um, at the New England Revolution games, there are there are two main uh, supporter groups. There's the Midnight Riders and the Rebellion. Uh, so, you know, for the Midnight Riders, due to my uh, work with the Midnight, due to my work with Extra Life and, uh, and the Special Olympics, I was awarded the Midnight Rider Samuel Prescott Award for Man of the Year this year. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. So, uh, explain a little bit who the Midnight Riders are then. Uh, we are we are one of the original uh, supporter groups of Major League Soccer. We actually existed before the team. Um, and so we are independent also. We, 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 we are not beholden to the team. Uh, we do all of our events independent of the team. Uh, and so we are a 501c7 organization. That is a for-profit organization, but was a 501c3 arm. And by, say, an arm, I mean, like, the main branch is uh, 501c7. C3, I mean, which is a non-profit organization. We hit, we give charity to every, to all six states in New England, for I've been a member for them this is gonna I'm going into my sixth year and uh every year we've we've given uh to all six states in New England all the various charities if you want to learn more you can go to www.midnightriders.com and yeah and so we are the best fans in New England we actually I actually uh run the uh, X, Midnight Rider Extra Life stream team, which uh, what which is what this is from, Extra Life. Uh, but yeah, so and we raised over a thousand dollars, actually thirteen hundred of thirteen forty five. I'm want to say off the top of my head, for Boston Children's Hospital this year. That's fine. Getting back to the scar, yeah, getting back to scarves. Um, the Taylor Twelman one that you see right there—that is—I—I I won that at a—I won that at a uh, Midnight Rider FIFA tournament. Um, then the New England one right there is uh, the Midnight Rider 20th anniversary one in Boston City. And so I just started collecting them because they're awesome. Uh. And like that Sioux Fall one and the New England one right next to it. Uh, I won at a uh, the Midnight the American Outlaws the AO Boston Winter Ball, and so whenever I go somewhere, I usually pick up a scarf from them, or pick up the brand new scarf, which uh, like like this one. This is a Boston City Brazil scarf. And yeah, it's just something I started. And it's a collection I have, and I have so many scarves. Just to name a few. Like this one here is from Charleston, the Charleston Battery. They're just on your bedroom floor, huh? <laughs> I, I, I have them. I have them at a, at a quick grab. Uh, and can you explain real quick where New England is? 
New England is in the northeast of the United States. It, it encompasses New York. Uh, New York. Ugh. 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 It encompasses Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and half of Connecticut. If you're north of if you're north of Hartford, you're you're in New England. If you're south of Hartford, you're garbage. Wow. Okay. That's then. a sports show. That, that, that's a sports that's a sports thing because north of Hartford support generally supports New England Boston teams. South of Hartford supports New York teams generally. And we don't like each other. Although I will and, say this. After uh, the Boston bombing, I will say this. After the Boston bombing, we uh, the midnight the Revolution fans went down to New Jersey to play the uh, Red Bulls. Um, generally, we are kept away from each other just so no shenanigans happen. But we were we all came together and we just marched in together, and that was amazing. Like it was one, it was a solidarity thing, and yeah, standing united. That's awesome. Um, and then, have you ever attempted to put all of your scarves on at the same time? It's hot, and my neck starts to hurt. Is there any pictures uh, on any socials? Uh, my knowledge? That needs to be a thing. That needs scarves of Instagram. Sure, they just think of that already. <laughs> Uh, so, what is your favorite ska song of all time? Uh, that comes from Zazaboo on, in Twitch chat. Thanks, Zazzy, for putting me on the spot like that. Uh, uh, wait, what happened? Nope. I just okay. heard something go. Uh, okay, I heard. I heard that ever that ominous. And I didn't know if that was me or you. Um, my favorite ska song. Um, that. So I have. Uh, I can. I can't name one. I will give you a top three, in no particular order. As I cringe so hard, I hurt my. I think I pulled on my neck. Oof. Uh, I will. They are. Um, Five Iron Frenzies. Uh, Blue Cone was seventy-eight. Five Iron Frenzies. Um. Five Iron Frenzies, uh, World Without End. Eh. Well, I'll give you four. Five uh, World Without End, Five Iron Frenzies, um, uh, On Distant Shores, and Five Iron Frenzies, Canada, which is a lot of fun when, you play, when you're crossing the Canadian border. So a lot of uh, Five Iron Frenzies, then? Oh, oh yeah. My... Um, I have a record of theirs hanging right there. I have a signed thing. I have a signed uh, demo disc next to my bed. In fact, you see this. You see that wood thing? I can go. I can go get it. Uh, it's a meme I made that has the saxophonist uh, Leonore Till uh, pointing out into the crowd, and I just wrote, "You're awesome," like because that's the type of person she is. Where she'll be like. Like, I, I remember my first time seeing them. I was like, I was Star Trek. I was like, it's them. It's them. I waited 20 years. To, I waited 15 years to see them. And it's them. And she's like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, it's great. This is your first time? Fantastic. Can, can, can we take a picture? 
Of course we can. Like, she was so amazing. Jess underscore eyes is also a big fan of Five Iron Frenzy. Uh, so yes! you You're excited about that. <laughs> I love meeting a Frenzy fan. Also, Reese sucks. Um, words to his own songs. So what is your favorite reason for streaming? The gospel. Do you want to elaborate to people, on that? Yeah, being able to tell people that about God's love who in an environment that's not as formal as church or as I don't want to say crazy, but as uh as impromptu, I would say, as like some guy in the bus. Like I try to be I try to be a very laid back sort of guy and um and I'm just like, hey, God loves you. And last night I was I was streaming my me uh cut I was uh streaming myself editing the a uh, hymn sing I was at and someone came in and they and they're like, Man, I haven't heard these songs in years. And that just and that just made me smile. But to tell someone of God's love for them, like, like you, no matter who you are, you are loved. That is my main motivation. That is my, that is my favorite thing about streaming for them. Streaming is to tell them that. Very awesome. Uh, so, Jazz Ojo. And Twitch chat wants to know if you will play Fortnite. For charity, yes. <laughs> so no, myself, I think she I think she meant tonight. No. <laughs> um also what's your favorite? For a hundred dollars? For a hundred dollars? Absolutely. Other than that, no. What is your favorite emote? Emote? Uh, that has to be Scott. That has to be a uh, Scott Scar, uh, which you it, of which you can get it for uh, at a tier two Scotman donate as tier two Scotman subscription at the low price I, of nine ninety nine. You too can rock the Scott Scarf. It, actually, um, it's, uh, I I really like that because um, it's, it's uh, it was made by a friend of mine who I met via Geeks Like Us. His name's Randall Hampton. Actually. Uh, I'm gonna also plug him right here. Uh, he and a fr- uh, colleague of mine named Dr. Richard Colbert just released a book called uh, "Pragmatic Princess and Build Your Own Sandcastle," where she wrote the where she wrote the book and he did the animation. And his art style is just phenomenal. But that is like the like, and also my uh, my emotes, not my uh, sub badges, come from him as well. He's a great guy. Awesome, awesome. I'm sure he'd appreciate that plug. Um, so I don't think Twitch chat was very uh helpful on what you should play. Some said Fortnite. Um what else did we get? A lot of Mighty Ducks references after i made the uh the gordon gordon bombay i said evan bombay earlier but it was gordon bombay um 
Halo. Halo is the winner. All right. So, but another thing I want to say is, um, you probably noticed that I haven't always been looking at the camera. Uh, another reason, aside from the preaching the gospel, another reason why I stream is because of, for acceptance, not not my own acceptance, although that doesn't hurt. But I have autism, and uh, for those who go out, for those of you who have it. You can still do stuff. You, I do it to practice my public speaking, even in an environment that's safe. I'm just talking to my. I'm in my. Own, I'm in my bedroom. There's my bed. Here's my. Here's my computer, and there's just a camera in front of me. I don't know if I'm talking to five people, a hundred people, or a thousand people. I'm talking to friends, and I'm working on my skills. And public speaking is a muscle you need to practice with. And yeah, very, so that's very true. Stream. Um, is there anything else you want to close with? Um, well, I mean, if you, I am, we are, as, as I said, we are, we were raising money for Extra Life. We still are. You can, uh, you can go to my channel, twitch.tv slash scaman1978, and there will be a little link down below for uh, for Extra Life. We are $155 away from re reaching our goal. Um, in fact, if you saw me point to this right here, this is the silver Extra Life uh, pin. I got this for from my local guild, and you should... If you're in America or in Canada or no matter where you are, if you want to help sick kids, check out Extra Life. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, one other thing. I want to re reiterate this. You are loved. No matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter what you've done, what you think you've done, you are loved. God sent his son for you. And all you need to do is just say yes. That That's the main reason why I stream. Because people are out there that don't think they're loved. They, they're out there because they're like, they're, they might be perusing chat or whatever just to be like, eh, maybe I can get, maybe I can find a friend or something. But no matter what you are, no matter who you are, you're loved. Always. Very, very true. And I thank you for spreading that message. Where can people follow you on socials? You can follow me on Twitch, obviously, at uh, twitch.tv slash scaman1978 and on Twitter at, uh, at Wizard Podcast. The reason why I have that name is because I used to run a gaming podcast. The Wizard Needs Food Gaming <clears throat> the Wizard Needs to Badly Game Podcast brought to you this week by Elevate Content. If you want to know, <laughs> if you want to know how crappy your content is, just elevate it. <laughs> I would always make up. I always make up like joke sponsors for my uh, for my for my uh, for the podcast. Like um, this, the Wizard Needs to Badly Game Podcast brought to you this week by Mark Geiger's Referee School. Are you blind? Are you deaf? Are you? Do you want to be a ref? Call Mark Geiger. 
Is that a wrestling reference? <laughs> it's a ref. It is a referee. Um, yeah, Mark Iger, but, he but. is viewed on as as one of the worst MLS refs ever. Ah, uh, MLS. He, he's a, he, he is very biased. Or he's not consistent. And, like, he might, whereas he'll make a call for one team, when the other team does it, nah. Awesome. Uh, last thing, Zazavu says, bring back the podcast. I, it's hard because I used to do, I mean, I used to do the podcast and I, I just can't find people that are consistent enough to do a podcast. I mean, I want to, um, but it's going to be hard. Uh, and I was paying $10 a month for a server. It's not, it's not a, and I wasn't getting a return of investment on it. No ROI. The bane, the bane of small businesses. But yes, so, I will say this though, for this, and I will talk about something that's not really talked about, and on a lot of things, merch. We always get the idea of when we're making our own merch, we have to go. It will take a lot of money. It, you have to, you have to uh, buy some of. You have to get go through like Teespring and whatnot. No. I mean, you should get a good design. You should get a good design. Uh, but if you're looking to make your own merch, I don't know about Europe, but in the U.S., if you're looking to make your own merch, you should check out Printful. That's where I've got this sweatshirt. Um, excuse me real quick. I got... Where, where'd it go? Ah, here it is. I got this, which is actually vinyl printed on. It's vinyl, like it's not silk screen, silk screen on. It's very high quality merch. And I got this travel pillow, uh, and just to name a few things. And uh, it's all very high quality merch at a at a really good price. And that's something you should look at. Is are do you? And the best part is there's no minimum. Like I'm not trying to sell my own stuff. I mean, if you want to buy my stuff. Hey, there's just a deal going on for Christmas. But if you're looking to make your own stuff, it is great because there's no minimum to uh, for it to be for it to print. You make one. You someone goes into your shop, they they buy something, and then it will be printed and mailed out. You don't have to sell twenty five, and the more you the, the more you sell, the less it is. You can set a price and leave it at that. That's awesome. And, and what, and what was that website one more merch, time? Uh, it is Printful, but Printful does not provide a store. Uh, I I go through Store Envy. Um, Printful is the uh, Printful is the warehouse. A store Envy is the marketplace. Gotcha. If you want to look at myself, you can go to Scaman nineteen seventy eight dot Store Envy all one word S T O R E N V Y dot com and yeah. Um, but as I said, very high quality stuff. I've had this sweatshirt for about two years and even though it's printed on, you can still make it out really well. I was well. like, but, yeah, you, you can tell <laughs> it's a little faded, but still, it's, but it's two years though. Yeah. That's it's pretty, two years with, print, with, with a silk screen. That's pretty amazing. 
Um, well, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, Scaman. Um, we will see you in just a few minutes when we raid your channel. Uh, and you'll be playing some Halo. So as soon as you're ready, you can end yeah. the call. Thank you so much again, and uh, we hope God you have a great night. God bless you guys. Thank you. God bless you, and I'll see you in a few minutes. All right, man. Wow, Rippers, that was a really big face that you were making right there. Whoa. <laughs> what did you think of Ska Man, Rippers? Uh, he's awesome. Very hyped. Very... Um, I've learned a lot from him. Awesome, awesome. Guy. And what was your favorite part of the show tonight? Um, actually getting to know him better it was my, my favorite. Very cool. Next week, we will be having a very special guest. Uh, he's a mixer streamer. Um, and he's finally getting his PC set up. It is, oh, what's his full name? We know him as Viking and uh, over in the Discord. So uh, that's what we will be doing next week. <laughs> I like when the uh, official Rogue kept ending a stream like two or three times. I always do three more endings. Rogue never wants to end. Um, so anything you want to say in closing the Rippers, I want to take a second and thank you again for stepping in for Zazabu, whose daughter was very sick tonight, so I won't give him too big of a hard time, but, uh, Rippers, thank you so much for being available at, uh, literally minutes notice, uh, anything you'd yeah, like one, to say? One, once I found out, I was like, you know, I always want to help you guys out as best I can, and I was like... Let me hook my guy up. I'll give you my time and the love. Same time. And it's past your bedtime, so I greatly appreciate you staying up uh, at least 38 minutes past your bedtime and counting. So, uh, let's... Oh, I had fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I don't know how Zazaboo does it. <laughs> he, he did an awesome job. But I actually did have fun, and I, I want to say thank you for uh, letting me help you out. Um, you, you know, you've done a lot for um, the community, and you've done a lot for everybody. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Um, and maybe we can get you on another show here soon. We know you've been a guest, but maybe, maybe we need another co-host in the future, and maybe you can step in again if you don't mind. Yeah, anytime. Just let me know. And I, I do want to say I did not mean to mess up um, the guy's name. <laughs> Be word. No worries. All right, guys. We will see you on Wednesday for Walt Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will see you again next Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Viking. Until the next time. Oh, wait. We still get like 10 seconds. Oh, I got his name wrong, though. Raid. Uh, Scawman, is it... 1978, right? Hey, it's working this time. He didn't want to say his name wrong again. Symphonic says you did great, Rippers. Uh, and Rippers, there is no sound effects over here, dude. Come on, man.
All right, guys, until Wednesday and Sunday, we will see you next time. Uh, for the Rippers, I am X one We bid you a... Uh, I'm not doing it. That's all right. And we're out.